introduce them to you. Uh, Ryan is a second year Bachelor of Education student and science. Uh, Lauren is a drama student, second year. And Veronica is health science doing her honours. What are we, fourth year? Fourth, fourth year, excellent. Um, so these guys are here to share a bit of their story uh, about why Easter is important for them. Um, but one of the things I noticed when I was talking to the campus was there were actually a number of people who haven't heard of Easter before uh, or don't know what Easter is actually about. So, Ryan, just in case there's anyone here, just tell us what even is Easter? Uh, what's it all about? Yeah, so it's, we don't have chocolate just for, for having chocolate. Um, it's not to feed our addictions. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much more important than anything that um, this world has made it to be. Um, the message of what it is uh, still continues uh, because we can read it in the Bible. Um, it's about God answering um, the biggest problem to face humanity, um, which is being separated from God um, because of us turning our back on, um, on God. Um, so there's a big problem there. and Despite our best attempts, we can't bridge that gap. Um, the answer had to come from God. And it did through sending his son, Jesus Christ, onto this earth, lived the perfect life, the only perfect life ever, to perfectly fulfill why he was here, um, which was to die. He took on all of our bad. Um, so Good Friday, um, Jesus, we remember Jesus' death because he took on all of our bad and took on all of God's anger at our wrongdoing. Um, and on, he rises again on Easter Sunday. So that's what Christians uh, remember. Um, that time where we're offered uh, this choice now um, do we accept the path between uh, God and us that um, God has given us as a free gift um, and do we respond with our life or do we keep turning our back on God and trying to mm -hmm. find fulfilment in what we do rather than what God's done for us so it's just quite very it's the most significant thing to remember yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and we have a big holiday for it yeah. Friday and Monday even and at Deakin you get Tuesday yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's quite a significant holiday uh, in Australia but even more so it's quite significant for Christians uh, when we remember uh, Good Friday Jesus died Easter Sunday, Jesus came back alive. Uh, now, I would love to hear you guys answer that question that we asked the campus. What's the best thing about Easter? Uh, but before we do, Lauren, why don't you take us back last year or a few years ago and tell us what Easter used to look like for you. How did you celebrate Easter a few years back? Yeah, so a few years ago I wasn't a Christian, so like these guys on the video said, it was just another holiday for me. Um, I spent most of my time at my local surf lifesaving club, um, yeah, eating chocolate and Easter eggs and stuff. And yeah, it didn't really mean anything to me, to be honest. Yeah. Something happened one day, the Sunday, at the surf life club? Yeah. A few years ago? So a couple of years ago, there was a small church gathering in my surf life claiming club. And yeah, I just remember like hearing them like singing and worshipping. And I thought, wow, that is like so cool. I wish I could like be a part of that. And you yeah. can see that people did something on Easter. Yeah. It was a real kind of thing for real Christians. Um, you did eat the eggs and the buns and stuff even before you were a Christian. Did that have any significant connection? Any meaning? Is yeah. That what you mean? Yeah. So I'd heard that like the cross on the hot cross buns meant something to do with Jesus dying, but I guess for me it wasn't anything personal. And like the eggs, I thought I'd heard that they meant like new life or something, but really I yeah it wasn't like I said it wasn't personal to me hmm. um, Veronica you've 
not grown up in Australia, so you have quite a different story. Would you tell us where you're from and what Easter looked like in your home country? Um, so I was born and raised in Malaysia for the, um, until I was 10 before I moved to Australia with my family. So back in Malaysia, being a predominantly Muslim country, and there was no such thing as Easter. It wasn't a holiday. It wasn't a family celebration. It was just another day. No hot cross buns and, and no Easter bunnies as well. Mm. So maybe some of us have that experience of Easter. Uh, it's just not even a thing uh, that you would celebrate. Um, but what about for your family? They were a little bit different. So my dad um, found a Catholic faith himself. And so that meant that my sister and I got baptized at a very, very young age. So we were made to go to church. So during Easter, we would go to church. But again, that was just another ritual um, that we did. And it, the cross was very, very far away from us. There was no relationship with God at all. So you were forced to, kind of kind of forced to celebrate Easter? Yeah, in a sense, kind of forced. And uh, because it's a family kind of tradition, so we would follow our parents to go. Mm. Uh, we're going to come back and hear, hear a bit more about what that what's different now. Um, but Ryan, would you have a go and tell us the answer we've all been waiting for? For you, what's the best thing about Easter? Yeah, so, I mean, getting brought up, I was brought up in a Christian uh, home. Um, so uh, you could say that, um, yeah, it, it was the real meaning about Easter, which I, I will explain again. Um, of what it is the best thing for me but it didn't become like a personal a significance to me until probably later in my teens mm. um, but I knew that Jesus died on the cross uh, for my sin but it didn't actually strike home um, so the best thing about Easter um, is um, that God has um, through sending his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross took on all of my bad all of your bad and everyone's bad um, in doing so, he saved me and, and you from an eternal death. Um, so we've all turned our backs on God. We don't deserve to be with God. Um, and we deserve punishment. Um, and Christ has taken all that punishment on himself. And so I live, and we don't have to earn our way um, to a spot to get to the place where we can say, oh, I accept Jesus Christ. Um, it's not, not about what... So it takes the pressure off me. Um, I don't have to earn my way any to anything I need to accept with an open heart Christ has done it all um, for me um, and so the best thing about Easter is uh, that burden of having to find uh, earn my way to fulfilment or um, trying to be perfect the world puts on us that we have to be the best we have to get to a certain stage got to be the richest got to be like it's just discarded because mm-hmm. of realising what Jesus has done for me. Um, that's the best thing about Easter. It's a pressure release. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, how did you get that? You talked a little bit about accepting. You accept it. Um, yeah. Tell us more about that. So I probably struck home. I, it was made quite clear to me that despite my best efforts, I was always going to do wrong. Um, and that I was never going to make myself right. Me making me right. Um, because... I am a sinner, so I have a natural inclination to pretend that I'm the boss of my life. Um, and so how do I experience? So I knew that I was so wrong. Um, I couldn't, and I, I had various experiences over uh, probably three years, um, where I just constant letdowns from humanity and different people in my life. Um, so I knew I couldn't rely on any human source of 
uh, hope or um, and so um, got a perfect God there waiting for us uh, to respond to um, to respond to what he's done for us so um, it's quite clear that that was that's it yeah yeah I remember you were sharing um, there were people um, non-Christians trying to trust in them but them letting you down but even sometimes Christians you yeah. can't even trust them completely because they can let you down but really finding you can only fully and completely trust this God who's perfect and faithful yeah yeah and through different yeah so one of them was umpiring a pretty keen umpire I used to idolise umpiring I wanted to get to the AFL mm. um, yet there was these um, uh, people who I was on the committee for umpire, the umpiring club um, and they were having committee meetings behind my back so that they could get their certain way without me finding out and so there's no way that I can trust uh, that, that was quite clear that, mm. um, God's the only one you can trust and know that will follow through um, mm. with what he's promised which he does because he promises Jesus is, um, a death, uh, the answer to that problem right at the beginning when it happens and he certainly delivers um, as you can read in the Bible Um, Friends, I'm asking Ryan and Lauren and Veronica lots of questions about their stories there will be a chance for you guys to ask some questions so if you want to follow Ryan up on any of these things, just hang on to it and I'll invite you to ask him a question in a minute. Can we come back to you Lauren? Um, We we left you at the Surf Life Club uh, eating your Easter eggs uh, with no meaning Um, Tell us what's changed. <laughs> what's changed for you? Because Easter is going to be different for you this year. Um, so tell us what Easter means for you now. Yeah. So last year I became a Christian. I, yeah, like Ryan said, put my trust in Jesus to save me from this eternal separation from God. Um, so yeah, this year I'm really excited because it will be my first year as a Christian to celebrate Easter and the true meaning of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to be able to share that I have a full relationship with God now, and I'm not separated eternally from Him. That yeah. was um, quite a scary thing for you—the thought of meeting God and being separated from God. Why were you afraid of that? Yeah. Uh, and tell us why you're no longer afraid of that. Yeah. So I was really terrified of death I didn't want to talk about it. didn't even yeah didn't even want to think about it a lot of the time um, particularly for me I have a kidney issue so one day I'll need an operation for that and um, yeah I was really scared that like things go wrong with operations so if I wasn't going to wake up would I be right with God was the question I was asking and I realized I wouldn't be and I did need to be forgiven why are you not afraid of that anymore yeah what well, has Easter got to do with? Yeah, Easter has everything to do with that joy. Because um, Jesus has come and he's died for us, but he's also risen again. And so that promise from Easter is the same for me, that I can know that when I do die, that's not going to be the end, but I will be resurrected and have full relationship with God. It's quite exciting uh, to hear that there's a hope for you beyond, um, beyond death. Uh, I think it's something that we often... Uh, at least we think about it, we have it in our minds, we know uh, death is coming uh, at some point so it's great to hear that you uh, have found hope beyond that uh, at Easter, at the the cross and the resurrection 
uh, of Jesus. That's really exciting. Um, again, there'll be a chance to ask Lauren some more questions about uh, this and her story. Uh, but Veronica, back to you. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about life in your Malaysian Catholic family? Yep. Um, what that kind of was like growing up? Uh, so apart from going to a Catholic um, a church every weekend and not knowing what that was about and just attending as a ritual, um, growing up in a Malaysian Asian background meant that everything was very performance-based. Um, we were basically in primary schools where we would get placed from the first to the last and the teacher would be calling your name um, after every exam and you'd be compared to um, cousins after cousins, <coughs> friends after friends. Uh, so that was the lifestyle that we lived. We were always striving to be the best and, and trying to be, um, yeah, getting that 100%. And um, 60% was never enough. Um, it, it wasn't an above average thing. It was just not, it's, it's not enough. Um, so that was a lifestyle that, that, I was, that I grew up with. What happened with the toilets? Tell them about the toilets. So basically with the primary school thing, um, the first best people with like the brainiest people would, would live, well, would be placed at the front of the classroom and there would be a line and the one that wasn't the brainiest or that wasn't the brightest would be kind of close to the bathroom. So I think that's like a representation of, of how society actually views, um, yeah, how much knowledge we have um, and how much uh, we can actually achieve uh, based on our performance. So how did that t come into your, I guess, your spiritual life? All this stuff at school and with your family and cousins and whatnot, how did that impact your spiritual spirituality? I think I always um, wanted to be the best, to please my parents, to please my auntie, to outdo my cousin. But there came a point in time when I realized um, I could never do that myself. And that was a turning point for me when I was in year 12. So obviously, end of year 12, you're trying to strive towards this grade, to come to uni, to get into the course that you want. And I was striving for an ATA of 90. So when the results came out, I got 74, way below what I wanted. And I felt like my world had just totally fallen apart because all my identity was founded in this grade. But I realized that that grade could never achieve, like I worked so hard for it, yet I couldn't achieve it. And, and that's very, very similar to uh, becoming a Christian. You know, we can try to outdo our bad, we can uh, do as much good as we want, but you can never come before God because God is holy and, and God is just and he's perfect. And we are people that's tainted with wrong and with, uh, yeah, like we have done sin, that's in the past, in the future, and seeing that we would do um, right, right now, unconsciously. And in order to be saved, we need um, a perfect, sinless Savior. And, and that could only happen through Jesus. Um, and Jesus, um, in, in Him, He has fulfilled all things. Um, he has, yeah, like He hasn't sinned, uh, whereas I have. Um, and no matter how much I try not to sin, I would eventually end up sinning, uh, whereas Jesus is just a perfect, sinless Savior. Um, now that seems to be, correct me if I'm wrong, quite different to the teaching growing up in a Catholic church and family mm -hmm. um, that we can't outdo our bad by doing good. Mm -hmm. That's right. um, I found something that the Catholic church um, teaches, which I'd like to read for you. Uh, this is something Pope Francis said some time ago, so some years back, 2013. Um, it's part of a speech that he was giving uh, nearby Easter, not specifically about Easter. But this is what he said uh, in part of a longer speech. Um, he says, The blood of Christ has redeemed everyone, us all, 
And then he said, but what if I don't believe and I'm an atheist? And he was saying, but even atheists do good. Uh, so it seems to be implying, do we have that? Yeah. yeah. It seems to be implying Pope Francis is saying atheists who do good are redeemed, not just Catholics. Mm -hmm. uh, now you have been a Catholic and now you're not. Could you just interact with this for us? Is this what you believe? As long as you do good, you can get redeemed? I, I don't think, um, no matter, like I was saying before, no matter how much good you do, you can never, um, there's just is an amount of good that you could ever do to be saved in God's kingdom. So an example of this, as growing up as, as a Catholic, I had to go to those repentance or confession boxes. Uh, so there was one time I went in there and confessed a sin, which was, um, you know, arguing with my sister. And I was told to say, a number of Hail Marys, a number of Our Fathers. Um, and yeah, sure, after that, I felt like I was made right with God. But a couple of days later, I'll fight with my sister again. And that clearly shows that no matter like how much things I do, no matter how much Our Fathers I say, I can never be right with God. I needed Jesus. Um, and and you guys need Jesus as well. And, and um, the grace that he's shown us is available to all of us. Yeah. So it's not by what we do. Um, it's by what Jesus has done yeah, for that's us. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. You've talked a lot now about what Easter is not for you. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what's the best thing about Easter? And the best thing about Easter is that uh, it gives me a hope and a new identity in Christ. Um, before growing up in a performance-based world, and I think we all still am growing up in a performance-based world, coming to uni, wanting mm -hmm. the best grades, competing against um, yeah, our classmates. Um, but the thing is, that grade won't hold our identity. That grade would, would never be enough. A, a 90% can easily become a 70% or a 60%. Uh, but whereas in Christ, my identity never changes whether my grade is 90% or 60% or 70%. Um, and that identity can only be, um, be found in Christ when you accept him. And how do you accept him? In just humbly trusting in him trusting that he has died for your sins and trusting that he has rose again um, and because of that you will rise with him again during your last day um, so that gives me great hope uh, when it comes to Easter yeah that's fantastic uh, you might have questions for Veronica as well um, just hang on to them um, Jason does have his phone ready if you wanted to text a question through um, as well if you don't want to ask it publicly you can do that um, while you're, you're thinking about these stories and putting it all together um, Ryan, I've got another question for you. Um, you've told us about um, becoming a Christian, being uh, having more meaning for you. Um, is Easter just a thing where you think about this between Friday and Sunday in April, that weekend in a year, or is this an ongoing? I know we celebrate something at Easter, but my question is, does this have ongoing implications in your day-by-day -day existence? Yeah, uh, so... Um, the Easter and uh, what it means to me um, I want to be reminded of that every day um, because to truly respond um, and accept Jesus is to uh, uh, live a new life like it's, it's transforming news that the pressure is no longer on you it's that God has uh, given you such a gift and now as a response you want to uh, live a life um, that helps and we're called in the Bible to live a life that helps others come to understand um, that Jesus has paid it all. Um, there's nothing that we can add on. Uh, it breaches the whole gap 
between God and us. Um, it doesn't slightly get there because everything, like on that point, everything that um, slightly misses, it falls down. Like it's like two two cliffs. If you only put something, it's going to fall down. Well, the cross bridges that. Um, and so, yeah, it's a it's a daily decision. Do I am I am I going to turn my back on God and fall back to my old ways, or am I going to put um, uh, Jesus in the driver's seat as a result of what He's done for me? Because He deserves that driver's seat. He's done so much for me, more than I could any ever imagine. Um, and how do we how do we put um, Jesus in the driver's seat? Well, we read the Bible, which God gives us to communicate to us about God, about us, and about what this life is meant to look like now. Um, and so it's that decision: do I follow uh, desires of the flesh? Or do I do what the world tells me to do? Or do I um, follow Jesus and help others share in that good news? Um, yeah. Fantastic. That's great. Uh, my last question uh, is for all three of you. Uh, seeing as you are here, you're at the front, you have the floor, uh, your friends are here. Is there anything, any last things you'd like to say uh, to those who are here about Easter? You're going to have to jump in. Who wants to go first? Um, well, if you are here today and you don't know Jesus, uh, please do consider him. Please uh, talk to your friend if they're a Christian that brings you along. Please open up the word and read it with someone. He is worth your time investigating. Um, and he is worth knowing. And I reckon there is no better place to do it than at uni, um, where you're trying to find out what, what's next for me in terms of life. Uh, if you are a Christian here, please keep spreading this good news. Please keep trusting him. And please look towards him, even when life does get hard, um, because he has promised us uh, great things, and he has done good things for us. Mm-hmm. Shall I go? Pardon? Shall I go? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you're not a Christian, just think, like, are you right with God? Because death is a real reality, and it will come to all of us. But I think it's so much greater knowing that you are going to be right with God and have eternal life with Him if you die, rather than being separated from Him forever. Yeah, and I'd, I'd add in, um, I love the example of uh, a rope that goes on forever. Um, and in this life that we're living right now, it's a giant speck on the big spectrum. Um, so are we gonna, So if it's just one knot of the rope, are we going to focus, like the world tells us to focus, on, um, oh, you know, getting richer and richer, looking the best, um, finding self-fulfillment, but still looking for the next big thing. Um, and then we get to the end of life here. Uh, and then, like, there's no time to think then about what might be in the, in the future. So you have to take on this challenge of investigating because the great reality is I could be driving home tonight, a tire pops, and then that's the end of life on this earth right now for me. Um, and so there's a sense of urgency. You've got to, you've got to investigate. Um, let's, let's be focused on the big picture rather than just the present right here because it's so much bigger than just here. So that's my encouragement. Easter's really a, a wonderful time uh, of hope uh, and thinking about these things and recognising that Jesus has done everything for us so that we can have uh, access to this life with him uh, forever. Uh, it brings freedom from these burdens. Uh, it brings uh, joy and eternal life uh, in the face of death. Uh, it brings uh, uh, hope when we are trying to please God and he's offered that all to us. 
Uh, so Easter is a really great celebration uh, time for Christians. Uh, that's the end of my questions. Um, I'd like to invite you, if you have questions, uh, these guys are here and ready and would love to answer them. Um, maybe I'll, if anyone from the floor has a question and then I'll see if Jason got any texts. <laughs> you can just jump up and... Thanks for sharing. So a key part of the gospel is that Jesus actually died and rose again. Like he was dead and then for three days later he rose again. Did you ever struggle with that idea that someone came back to life? Because my knowledge, no one has ever done that before. So how can we believe that? Like, did you, as university-educated students, as, as for us as well, like, is that possible? How do we, how do we know that it's like, like in the Bible or just in your I'm just wondering, like, what's your thought? Open question. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll try my best. Um, yeah, before I became a Christian, I was... That's the one thing that I really struggled with. Like, I kind of knew Jesus existed, and I'd heard that he'd risen again, but I was like, how on earth is that possible? But um, just reading the Bible and actually hearing who he actually was and the things he did, I guess that really convinced me that he is the Son of God and he is powerful, and because of that, that is how he could rise, basically. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Do you guys want to add? Yeah, as you read... Yeah, on, on that point, uh, reading about uh, Jesus' life, yeah, it's quite clear that he's not just any man, but he is the one that God has promised at the start to fix this big problem. Um, and um, I kind of, like, God is uh, so more powerful than we give him credit for. Um, and Jesus speaks that he is going to uh, die and rise again. Um, but, like, that whole, that whole, oh, how can we believe it? Well, even the disciples after... Jesus returned, couldn't, like, they didn't have a clue, but through his power, Jesus revealed to them um, what had just occurred, and that's why we can um, know that that today has been, yeah, given to us in the Bible um, to communicate to us. It indeed happened. It makes a huge difference, yeah. Do you want to add anything, Ruth? Uh, no, I don't know any questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that... Uh, Jesus, uh, what Jesus do is just, it's a present justice. And there have so many uh, evil things happening in the world, like he's still doing the justice. Um, but the evil people, they won't help, they won't help him. But uh, he never think about, I, I should to have revenge, have revenge or do some evil things back. But he choose to, okay, you tell me, okay, come, let's go. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you have you think about uh, if you really love a people who can really love you like as through his, his life and uh, through his life through his experience we really found the where is from the God the power of God and the love from God yeah so I think this uh, goes through the eternal life if we can keep this attitude to the core and to the every people, we still love the people outside, we will get eternal life from now. And the institutes. I think, can I also add to that? Um, God makes a lot of promises in the Bible. i um, been reading the Bible with a friend of mine and he's noticed there's a lot of promises that have been fulfilled. So I guess 
from the start of the Bible, it's promised that Jesus will come and he will die for us. So that's what makes us really sure. Then when it does actually happen in the Bible, we can be sure because God has said it and he's done all these other things that have come true. So if that happens, then, you know, yeah, if that makes sense. We've got a question from the SMS. Hello. Uh, we've got one to replace that. Oh, we've got a better question. <laughs> <laughs> this is not planted. This is from a student. They said, um, oh, uh, ask them how important or helpful CU is for them. Why should we go to CU as well as, well as church? Um, yeah. you go to church? That's a great question. You've been here for a long time. <laughs> That's... Um, when I, I, I came to CU as a, quite a young Christian, so I've been a Christian for nearly three years now. Um, and CU is all about connecting standing and, and growing with Jesus and they have really actually helped me to connect and stand and grow in Jesus. Uh, can I just add CU doesn't replace your church. Your church is still important in terms of your local community but CU really does help you to grow um, and in terms of if you're not sure about uh, something from the Bible there they they are helpful people here to, to chat with you and, and to investigate further um, especially if you are wondering is this Jesus real? Is has what he's done you know has he actually died has he actually risen from the dead so they have definitely helped me to grow in my faith but they don't replace your local church that's what i'm saying lauren you came to see you kind of before church so you can tell us if it was helpful for you um yeah i think it was helpful for me because there were people who were my age that were at uni and they were in this club and i thought it was just really encouraging to see people my age actually believing in this stuff and it kind of made me question yeah this is obviously true if there's these people it's not just these old people or families who are going to church and believing that but like that it is a reality for everyone yeah and so see has been really good for me to grow in my faith um yeah so I came and like I said I read the bible and yeah it just really helped me to develop you know um yeah, just develop a relationship with God. You came as an investigator, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and you've been continuing to investigate. Yeah. yeah. So that's a bit different um, to Veronica's story. Um, but yeah, anything to add? Uh, just the um, God can use your involvement here. Um, it's all based around the Word of God, um, which I realize the most important thing about uh, the CU. Because um, there's power in what God tells us um, and actually you know taking that and actually going and sharing that um, getting out of that comfort zone that the church is with all the friends um, um, there's so many people out here who've got no idea about Easter um, mm. and going into that environment where it's not so comfy um, out of our comfort zone that's when God can really grow and train uh, you to be uh, a great servant of his um, and so, yeah, Jesus put his disciples in uncomfortable situations. Um, so God does with us. Uh, and see you, like it's still, yeah, we've got this lovely community, um, but we also we want to be really real on the fact that there's so many people out there who need to respond to this message, or, or hear it, and then, yeah, have that choice. Um, yeah, that's been the big thing. It's given me a passion to share with others, um, which Jesus calls us to do. Mm-hmm. Any last question? 
I do agree that there are things in common, but there are also some uh, differences. So in Catholic, it says keep doing and keep doing and keep doing bef- until you're saved. In Christian, Christianity, it says it's done. Jesus has already died for you. Jesus has already resurrected for you. And you just have to trust in that and humbly come to accept that. But whereas in Catholic, you still have to keep on working and you still have to keep on, like the quote that we put up, you still have to keep on doing good. But there's only so much good that you can do. So you don't, like, there is salvation, but you just have to keep on doing good in order to add to that salvation. But whereas in Christianity, you know that there's an assurance of salvation because you know that Jesus has died on your behalf and has risen on your behalf. There's going to be some time uh, after this where we're going to eat and talk together. Uh, It's a great time to come and ask Veronica more questions. Come and ask Lauren, come and ask Ryan. Uh, and keep getting to know their, their stories um, and hearing what they really think uh, about the real Jesus on the real cross, uh, rising again from the real tomb uh, and being alive again. Um, we're going to finish there. I'm just going to pray, if that's all right, and pray that we uh, enjoy and find goodness this Easter. Uh, you're welcome to pray with me. Uh, Father God, thank you so much uh, that you sent your son Jesus uh, to live uh, a perfect life Uh, on our behalf because we can't do it Um, and to die the death that we deserve for our sin in our place uh, and to rise again to offer us uh, this new life and eternal life uh, with you father i pray for everyone here that we would see uh, and understand and know uh, your goodness towards us uh, this easter and i pray we would keep uh, finding out more and more about how great and good you are Uh, and i pray this in jesus name Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you guys for sharing.